Thank you so much for joining us again today and uh, really excited about the content we have for you. Um, those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Jason Van Ness and I'm the Director of Work-Based Learning and Youth Apprenticeship Programs for Lowndes County Schools. And I am excited to get to talk with one of my former students today. Um, and uh, she was really a teaching as a profession student, but she was able to leverage work-based learning uh, to, to go out and, and gain extended time uh, in her practicum or student teaching as a pre-service, pre-service uh, student teaching is, is kind of what we call it here uh, at Lowndes High School. So uh, very excited to, to have you here with us, Madison. Um, so I guess if you want, we'll go ahead and get started and just have you take a second or two to introduce yourself. Um, tell us anything you would, would like for us to know about you, and, uh, and then we'll go ahead and kind of get started with, with our, our interview and content. All right. Well, I'm Madison Ply. Um, I'm a first year teacher at Dewar Elementary School in Lowndes County. Um, I'm in third grade this year. And it's kind of really first full circle because I used when I was in elementary school, I went here. So it's it's okay. really awesome. so but I'm enjoying my time so far. And, you know, you have those days, but overall, I'm loving it. So. Well, that's um, great. That's great. You. So. Let's start off with um, how long have you known you you want to be a teacher? How long have you known that? Well, I've always, as a kid, I used, you know, girls, they set up their stuffed animals, you know, they teach them or whatever. And I've always known as a kid because my parents grew up, I grew up around education because my parents, my mom was a para pro um, in kindergarten for a really long time and um, my dad he works at the alternative school which I mean he's head over the alternative school now so he's the director over there so I've always kind of had it in my family I've been around it um, and I've always seen the importance of student relationships and experiencing that firsthand as a student because I always noticed the teachers who stepped up showed that they wanted to be there and cared and I feel like that was what led me to the profession is because I've always loved kids loved taking care of them and you know teaching is something that I've always wanted to do so that's that's pretty much why awesome. so. well that that's great so yeah. um just noticed we had a little bit of a uh loved kids loved yeah taking care of them and you know teaching no, so we just had a little bit, sorry, of, I forgot to press a button, so they may have missed that first part, but it'll be recorded for them. Okay. Um, the, uh, so that's my thought again. We, you know, we, we do things on a budget here. We don't have a producer. It's just me and a, and a friend of mine. And uh, so, but they will see that part. So we basically just got through talking about how you um, kind of came in education and, you know, you're, you know, able to see that your dad and mom are both in education. And uh, so that's awesome. And uh, thanks for that. So. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What was your experience like? What was your experience like in high school? Like, so, I mean, you mentioned that you kind of always knew playing with your, you know, your, your, your stuffed animals and your dolls and teach them and getting them together. Um, yeah. <laughs> when you came to, when you came to the high school, were you aware of the teaching as profession program? Did you know you're going to do that or did you get here and discover that? Well, my freshman year, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I wasn't sure. It wasn't really 
talked about, honestly. Um, and then 10th grade, my sophomore year, I kind of got a little bit in the know about it that fall. And then that next semester in the um, spring, I started the classes for it. So okay. um, I didn't really know about it until my dad had told me about it because it wasn't as talked about as like the other pathways were. Okay. That make yeah. 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 And, and I was, I did, I mentioned to you earlier in kind of our, our little pre-meeting that I had read an article about there aren't a lot of students going into teaching in terms of, in terms of college and enrolling in that. And those numbers are down. Um, mm -hmm. But the, there is a lot of value for us here at the high school in that program. And, and we're trying to build it, trying to recruit uh, some of our students to it. Um, mm -hmm. And you're definitely helping us do that with the success that you've had. But let's talk a little bit about that teaching as a profession program. So for, again, for people who, who aren't aware, uh, teaching as profession is a pathway in Georgia. And I'm sure other states have very similar pathways where you are basically uh, being taught the pedagogy, right? How to, how to mm -hmm. teach, taught classroom management, learning all the content of being a teacher. Uh, and then the, the last class, you actually go student teach as a pre-service, pre-service educator so you know your student teaching before you're in college is student teaching but um and then we put you in the classroom and you get to apply it so talk to us just uh, just for a little bit about some of the content what did you learn in that tap program not necessarily what you got to learn while you were student teaching but what right. did you learn in the actual classroom what you and miss bridges what did y'all what y'all cover well in the first few classes you talk about the history of education like how it started who founded different things involved in the education program. And um, and then as you get farther into it, you learn about teacher ethics, like what to do, what not to do. And also a really interesting thing that we talked about one time was how to determine your pay based on your education and your experience level. So how many years you've got, how much like your degree level. And we also learned about different ways to keep engagement what sources to use like Kahoot or like depending on what grade level you were obviously for elementary you would get like the videos and the game like the games like Kahoot and things like that so we practiced it a lot in the class and the classes for the program um, and then we would take what we were learning and then we would have to make a lesson on it and teach it to the class to practice teaching it to our peers like our own peers so I feel like that part definitely prepared for then going into the classroom. Because if you can teach a lesson in front of your peers, you can teach a lesson yeah. in front of you. That's so, a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. It's funny when you think, because you, you think about that, it's like, you know, when you're teaching to people who are younger than you, like there's that age difference between you and a second grader, third grader. But when mm -hmm. you're doing it to your peers, I had never thought about that on, on the student's end, but I can imagine how that's uh, pretty challenging to, to teach people. Yeah. Yeah, especially people who want to be teachers because you know that they have a desire to learn and they have a desire to be correct and to do things, you know. So I bet there was some some pretty uh, open conversations about how we can improve in that in that class after your lessons. And isn't it hard sometimes to have people critique? Like you teach because you're passionate mm -hmm. about it. And then someone says, oh, you like I, even as a public speaker and a consultant and, and a teacher, I say um a lot. And I never realized it until I was in front of my student, my, my peers as a college student mm -hmm. practicing my lessons. And right. they're like, hey, you ever notice that you say um like a thousand times? And I was like, 
well, not until you just said it, but I guess I'll have to fix that now. But even still as an adult, as, as a professional educator and speaker, I struggle with that. And so, but I wouldn't have known that until people pointed out. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, very, very challenging. So let's move from the classroom into, all right, you're a senior. Was it first mm-hmm. semester or second semester you did your practicum? I did my practicum um, second semester of my senior year. Senior year, so, okay. So mm-hmm. you're, so January, get back from Christmas break and you tell me a little bit about that first day when you walk in as a senior in high school and you're going in to, to, to essentially to teach. Like, what do you feel like? What's going through your head? Well, the first few days of it, you kind of just are observing. You're not really diving into teaching yet. So you're trying to see how the classroom works. What are the routines? What are the procedures, the rules? Um, at first, I was like really overwhelmed a little bit because it's it was because they're still like they're coming back from Christmas break. They're relearning all their rules and their routines. So it was kind of it's kind of like a learning process for them and for me at the same time. But I feel like I got, I started building the relationships with the kids as I got there because um, that was important to me. Um, And then it was fun learning about the different routines because sometimes it would be good and then sometimes it would be bad. And then you'd have to figure out a way to get them real back into knowing what to do so it was a learning process but I feel like I got the hang of it pretty pretty quick but but such an advantage for you though to learn that before you were even and I know you did dual enrollment so I don't want to put Mm -hmm. you know get things out of order sequentially but before Mm -hmm. you were actually in your practice or in your I think what in my when I was student teaching was called your methods class the last two classes you take two methods you start student teaching that's when I learned a lot about where I was you know, somewhat skilled and where I was not skilled and where I could do things effectively and where I couldn't do things effectively. Um, I learned that as a, as a 20, 21 year old in college, you were able to learn that as a 18, were you 18 your senior year, 19? 17, um, 18. Yeah. 17, 18 year old. Um, and, and, and able to begin to hone your, your, your skill, hone your, your craft at a much earlier age than I was. So that when you got into student teaching, at the college level, uh, mm-hmm. you 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 already had made a lot of, of those adjustments. That's really interesting uh, to to think. And, and I agree with you. Or you mentioned earlier relationships. Uh, that's still a huge part of of how you know I think teachers are successful. Um, mm-hmm. You also mentioned ethics and lowing. Look, here's the ethical way. To, and of course, maybe not so much with you and, and middle schoolers, but with me being a male teacher at the high school, you know, learning how to build and cultivate relationships, but do so in a professional way that doesn't cross any kind of ethical boundaries. So what a great program um, for you to do that. And then you also mentioned kind of learning what did and didn't work. And I think mm-hmm. that's a, as a, as a, an educator, you know, I'm not in the classroom so much anymore, but I used to be a lot. Um, it's really easy to, to want to make sure that everything you do is perfect. Right. And it's really easy to, to let that sense of perfection really motivate us to not try new things and not be creative mm-hmm. right you know because one of the times as, as a teacher especially as a new teacher sometimes you want to do something super creative and you think it's going to be the best lesson in the world and then the kids just don't respond to it and you're like oh man and then you have to learn to punt and and, and adjust mm-hmm. and take it off the shelf and tweak it and put it back on until they do respond um so have you found that your first year teaching 
I mean, I don't, I, I know you're excellent at what you do, but like, what's the first time you realize, oh, wait, this isn't going to go as planned. Like this, this is not going to happen the way I thought it was going to happen. And, and, and maybe how did your experience as a 17, 18 year old doing that in high school help you adjust through that? Well, I've, I learned early on that teaching is a whole lot of flexibility. So like being able to adjust when needed and being able to work around different things. Cause one, there was one time I was teaching a lesson on writing and I was modeling on the board and then all of a sudden the internet goes out and then I have to write it on the whiteboard to get, and then I lost all engagement there. So I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I thought about it real quick and I was like, everybody get a piece of paper. You're going to do it with me. So hundred percent flexibility. And see, as a, as a career, as a career and technical educator. So I, I grew up in a computer lab. And so you would talk about a dog and pony show, like you're teaching on computers, 32 computers in your room and the internet or the power goes out. And it's like, hey, look, I'm not, now I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm an entertainer. I got to stand up and I have, I literally can't do anything I had planned on doing. And so mm-hmm. that getting that flexibility and sometimes you plan those lessons and they just don't go the way you think they're going to go. Um, so looking back on it now, as a, as a student who was in our teachings profession program and then was able to extend that a little bit with work-based learning, um, you even did a couple of other work-based learning placements, not a couple, you did another work-based learning placement. You worked at Chick-fil-A a lot and know that they're... Yeah you know, got some scholarships and stuff from them. You know, so obviously you're an exceptional worker. Uh, you would have been successful anywhere you had chosen to to go in and be a professional. But reflecting back on your time, like, I mean, you probably can't quantify it, but I mean, how, how much of better of an educator are you now as a first-year teacher? Uh, how much better are you now than you when you, would you have been had you not gone through the teaching profession program? What's like the biggest thing you can say, I'm, 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 I am thankful for this program because I can do what now? Um, I can definitely say that I'm thankful for this program because I used to be so shy. Like I would struggle in to talk to people, talk in front of people for sure. So I definitely feel like I've got kind of into a new comfort zone, if that makes any Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So I definitely feel like this program starting off so early gives me yeah. more practice to speak in front of kids, my kids, my age at the time and then kids in elementary school and even administrators and adults here. So I definitely yeah. feel like conferences. Have you had your first parent teacher conference yet? How scary are those? <laughs> yeah. I've had to call parents and those are scary, but I haven't yeah. had a conference yet. So, yeah. so but and, and that, that's all part of it. Great. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a good point the um it you know it's funny is, is now I mean everything I do now is, is in terms of whether it's a hobby or or a career or a side venture a business I've started involves speaking or talking in front of people I remember taking a zero on a class as a junior in high school because it involved giving a presentation I literally took a zero because I was too scared to get up in front now and you know me pretty well can you ever imagine me being scared to talk in front of people no it's it, it's crazy. And, and, but so you mentioned that you used to be shy. Can you imagine Madison Ply as a junior in high school doing a, 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 a public LinkedIn live interview? I know it probably even struggled to record it and post it, let alone do it live. So I think that's fruit of what the program has been able to do for you is to build that confidence in your skill set. So 
Um, thanks for sharing that. The um, so what's next for Madison Ply? What's next? You, you getting looking at masters? You're gonna send the classroom? You're gonna try and move into administration? And what's what's? I know it's down the road, first year. I'm not pushing <laughs> you, but like, what's what's next for you? Um, I plan to get survive my first year, 100%. and then probably get a couple like two or three years on under my belt, and then I'll probably start my masters. Yeah, and then whatever else happens after that is just I. I I plan to maybe try to go for more than just a master's, but as of now, yeah. master's is on my mind. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a good, I learned more in my master's in my specialist um, curriculum because by that time you're specialized, like in, a lot of times in, in college and even maybe in, at, in the TAP program, it's a general education, right? Like you're learning that. Um, but your master's and your specialist and doctorate, if you choose to go that route, uh, is typically very specialized. And you really, really get to hone your skill there. Um, mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. And, and I know that you're, you know, relatively young for a new, new, a new teacher. Um, so Let's talk a little about that, that teacher pipeline of teaching's profession, work-based learning, and you did a ton of dual enrollment, right? Did, I mean, you, mm -hmm. you were really involved in that. So taking college classes while you're in high school for people, and I know a lot of other states have that, but it may be called something different. Georgia calls it dual enrollment. Um, so talk about that. Like, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're able to graduate high school, and did you already have your associates when you graduated high school? Or I graduated a week after I graduated from high school, but I still had like two classes left to do. So I just did them in that summer after I graduated, okay. but they still let me walk yeah. and get my degree in okay. a week after I graduated. So, and that, and you did that at, what was that GM Georgia military college? Is that where you did mm -hmm. that from? And then you military, enrolled yeah. and you went right into VSU and right mm -hmm. into your teaching, you're done with your core, went right into your education program. Correct. Okay, and if you don't mind sharing, if you do, don't, you don't have to be a bit, you're 20 years old now, 21? I'm 20. 20, and you're first year teacher at 20. Um, mm -hmm. So what a massive head start. So I know you're way far away from thinking about this, but you're, uh, that means you can, that means you could retire at, thir at 50. I didn't yeah. start teaching, I was 22, 23. So you have a, a two year head start on a lot of your peers because of what you're able to do in the TAP work best learning program, that teacher pipeline, mm -hmm. and then also through dual enrollment, starting those classes mm -hmm. early. I mean, I am, I mean, you're not my child, obviously, but I'm super proud of you because I mean, what an awesome story to be able to tell people. Uh, really, really cool. So um, anything else you want to share with us? Anything else that you want to talk about? Um, tell us, tell us your, like the, maybe in, in our last minute or two, um, Tell us about uh, what's like maybe the, the the big like the biggest aha moment. Have you had have you gotten that that first like you fighting emotion when you get like a little hug from a kid or I mean any 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 like those little sweet moments that you've been able to experience um, because that's what drives us all as educators is those those one on one connections with students. We know we we love teaching and seeing that light bulb, but when those kids just do that one thing that you're like, you know, you're trying to fight back tears in class because it was so sweet. Have you had that yet? I know we're, we're a month into it. So month and a half um, into it. Yes, I have. Um, I was teaching a lesson or I was reading a story going into a lesson one day and we were sitting on my carpet. I was reading it and all of a sudden 
I have one of my kids go, I love you, Miss Ply. And I'm like, okay, I gotta get on, like, I can't get on to you for speaking out because that was really sweet. But also it was like, it really yeah. like warmed my heart, made me feel like I was doing something yeah, good. So yeah, 100%. well, but, you know, I know that my, my children are at a different school, but if they were at your school, I can guarantee you, I would request to have them in your class because I have that much confidence in you. I've seen your work. I've seen your your skill. Um, it's super impressive. So uh, if anybody has any questions in the chat, uh, if you want to go ahead and put those in there, we're, we'll be done with the interview portion shortly. Um, we're about 30 seconds behind the LinkedIn Live and the Zoom. They're about 30 seconds behind, so I'm going to take a second. But if anybody has any questions, put them in the comment. Well, I'll, I'll ask Madison. I'll read those to her. Um, and uh, if not, uh, we'll see as they come through. But Madison, thank you for, for joining us. Um, thank for you for... Oh, I do have one more question, actually. Um, you, you, you did your practicum as a high school student, and then you came back to, to student teach, I guess, what, two years after you graduated, about two, two and a half years after you graduated? Um, yeah, I actually student taught where I am. Okay. So you so. went to school there, you student taught there. Did you, where'd you do your practicum? Was you did your practicum there also? So you, so you have been in that school as a student in elementary school, as a high school student learning and honing your skills as a student teacher in college, mm -hmm. now you have a job there. So let me ask you this question. Do you think your experience being in that school, both in high school um, and as a student teacher, do you think that gave you a, a leg up or an advantage when it came to applying for any open positions there? I feel like it, I'm not gonna say advantage, but I would say it definitely gave me more of an insight on what I was going coming into because I was able to build relationships with um, the principals and the teachers on my team. I student taught in third grade and I'm teaching in third grade. So I def I know all the teachers here based on my student teacher or student teaching experience. And I know how the school works and operates and all the, the schedule, the exploratory and like meetings and all that good stuff. So I definitely feel like I have more of a head, not a head start, but a yeah. yeah, I definitely feel like I'm more prepared to be here and know more about. Um, well, I don't I've know never thought about what you just said. No like more you, about. What you, were you, you saying? About, I was just saying, like, I thought about you getting a head start in terms of the practicum and in terms uh -huh. of the content and in terms of like the pedagogy and, and learning how student and all that. I had never thought about, and I'm, I'm kind of ashamed that I hadn't. The, the actual relationships that you were able to build with the faculty and the administrators, the administrators there. So mm -hmm. they, they've not only gotten to see you as a high school student teacher, but as a college student teacher. So they pretty much know what they're getting. Like, like they've seen you do it. So I would mm -hmm. say it probably does give you a, a huge advantage because you're able to do it. Uh, they've, they've been able to see you work for, for longer periods of time than a traditional student teacher. Um, mm -hmm. And, and the ability to get there to, to attract and retain someone as talented and young as you are really sets them up for uh, some some cool things in the future. So um, well, anyway, I, I have not seen any comments in the post. So I will at this time just go ahead and, and wrap this up. Madison, thank you so much for doing this. I know that, you know, 17 year old you was probably having a heart attack right now, but I am grateful, <laughs> grateful for you doing this. And I know you've got some kids coming back um, shortly for your classroom. So I'll give you plenty of time to get, get uh, prepared for that. Uh, we are, again, are very thankful for you and super glad to have you in the Lowndes County Schools family. I uh, hope to keep you here for, for as long as you want to stay here. So thank you so much for your time. You have a Thanks. blessed day. Thanks for having me.
Bye, Madison. Bye. Bye.